Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thanks for joining us in this episode of Student Perspectives, the podcast where we talk with student pharmacists about their unique challenges and opportunities presented throughout their professional journey. My name is Elizabeth Sowers. I'm a student work group member on ASHP's Residency Preparation Advisory Group, and I'm a P4 student pharmacist at the Philadelphia College of Pharmacy at the University of the Sciences in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I will be serving as your host alongside Nguyen Nguyen as we discuss tips for preparing for the virtual mid-year clinical meeting. My name is Noin Nguyen, and I'm a P3 at the University of Colorado Skag School of Pharmacy and currently a P3. And I'm also a member of the Pharmacy Student Forum Advisory Group. And today we'll be chatting with the new practitioner, Jinyure Ayurbimba and Jessica Cohn about their experience during the virtual 2020 mid-year clinical meeting and their advices to student and residency candidate as they plan for the upcoming virtual meeting and residency application season. Thanks for joining us today. Let's begin with the introduction. Tinyure and Jessica, could you tell us a bit more about yourself? We'll start with Tinyure. Right. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Chinyere Anyrimba, and I'm currently a PGY2 Health System Pharmacy Administration and Leadership Resident um, with Baylor Scott and White Health in Dallas, Texas. Last year, I actually completed my PGY1 community-based residency with Baylor Scott and White as well, slash Baylor Health Enterprises. I graduated in May 2020 from Notre Dame of Maryland University in Baltimore, Maryland. I currently hold a, a role as a member of the New Practitioners Forum Resident Advancement Advisory Group as well. And I attended mid-year, um, ASHP mid-year in Las Vegas in person, uh, RIP to in-person mid-year, and virtually in 2020 as a resident. And I'm excited to speak with you all today. So thank you guys for having me. Hello, everyone. My name is Jessica Kahn, and I'm a PGY1 pharmacy resident at the Orlando VA Healthcare System in Orlando, Florida. I graduated this past May from the University of Florida College of Pharmacy, Orlando campus. So last year I was a student at ASHP's 2020 mid-year clinical meeting and experienced the first virtual residency showcase. I also previously attended mid-year as a student in 2019, which was held in Las Vegas, Nevada. I served as president of my university's student chapter, SSHP, and served on ASHP's Pharmacy Student Forum for two years in the Student Society Development Advisory Group. I also hold my current role in ASHP as a member of the New Practitioners Forum Advisory Group. I'm very happy to be here today, so thank you for having me. Thank you both, Chenire and Jessica, for your introductions. So now to, to start talking a little bit about mid-year, our first question for you both is, what steps did you take to prepare for the virtual mid-year last year in 2020? So for me, virtual mid-year looked a little bit different as a current resident, but I went in with an open mind. So at the time, I had already applied for early commitment for my current program, but still needed to keep an open mind just in case, you know, things didn't work out. Um, and so I tackled it the same way I did for the in-person mid-year by weighing that pros and cons list. 
I was looking at programs in locations that I truly wanted to um, live in or I was interested in moving to, as well as finding those program details that will benefit my career growth longitudinally. So I definitely went in with the same mindset, maybe not as strict as when I was applying for PGY1, but I wanted to make sure that if it came down to applying, that I knew what and where I was looking for. And so as a prospective PGY1 residency candidate, I was most interested in the residency showcase during last year's mid-year clinical meeting to be able to get those interactions in with program directors and representatives from my programs of interest. I had prepared a few questions ahead of time specifically tailored to the program that I had not asked previously. And then I also wrote down the time slots of the programs I was planning to visit and decided the order in which I would go to them. I also prepared my environment by making sure I was somewhere quiet where I would not be disturbed, had sufficient lighting, and tested out my camera and microphone to ensure everything was in working order. I also purchased an external microphone so that my sound quality would be improved. And I dressed for success just like I would during an in-person residency showcase, turned off my cell phone completely, and made sure I had water within an arm's reach. It was a great tip. And for the second question, I want to ask you guys, how were you able to network with others uh, during the virtual events? Because that kind of tricky, the virtual world with networking. So I think from any perspective, networking is difficult. I don't like whether it's in person or virtually, it's awkward to try to start those conversations, to try to add somebody cold calling like on social media and different things like that. But When you're on these platforms, and especially with mid-year last year, it does give you the opportunity to create an account. And so you're creating that account and you're writing in your specific details, your name, your credentials, what school you attend, what websites you want people to be able to kind of find you on, whether that be LinkedIn, for example. And not only are you creating this, but other attendees are creating this as well. And so you have the ability to see their profile, see where they are, see what... um, events they're attending. Um, So maybe they may be interested in something that you're interested in, right? And so you may look and see what they've attended, what posters they liked and things like that. And so you're kind of able to get a sense of what is this person, like what kind of goals they have, right? And this may be somebody that you may be interested in getting to know because they may be on the same path as you, or you may be looking to talk to them to ask a few questions. And so you're able to see this other person's profile. And from there, you can decide to add them. You can decide to message them. And so you do have the opportunity to kind of set up one-on-ones if you would like. And also, you know, you have the opportunity to contact them offline as well. So I think there is the ability to network. Of course, you kind of have to take that leap of faith and decide to um, connect. But there are plenty of opportunities if you take them. Thank you for your insight on how to network in uh, in a virtual setting. Our next question is also about the virtual setting. Some people may be may have been looking forward to attending an in person mid year. So our next question is: What advantages would you say you felt there were with a mid year being virtual? So while I would have certainly enjoyed traveling to another city to attend mid-year, just to explore and see what's there, as a student, I think the number one advantage to having mid-year virtually was that there were no travel expenses. 
So costs really do add up when applying for residency and registering for exams and licensing at the end of the year. So saving some money in that regard was very beneficial. I think another advantage might be that you're likely to be able to visit more programs in the virtual setting than in the traditional setting, as long as you plan and manage your time effectively because you don't have to navigate through a physical crowd or go from one side of the showcase to the other side of the showcase to get to where you need to go. It's all just within the click of a button. Also, things like grabbing a snack, getting water, and taking a restroom break were all much easier and didn't take time away from the mid-year activities, so you're able to see and do a whole lot more. Yeah, Jessica, I completely agree, and I echo everything that you just said. I mean, anxiety that comes from being in person is very much reduced when you're able to be in the comfort of your own home and kind of decide what space looks like for you. Um, you're going to be in your own environment and able to adapt as needed. It gives you more opportunity to cover those additional programs and because you don't have to essentially factor in walk time. So when you attend in-person mid-year, literally the time that it takes to get through the hallway in itself seems like it's an hour. Um, like it, it takes a really long time to make it through the showroom when you're walking around, having these conversations, waiting for five or seven, five to 10 people to ask questions ahead of you. And so there's just so many more um, obstacles in your way um, when you are attending in person. Not that they're bad obstacles, but they, they are just things that you do have to factor in. And it even gives you a chance to like go to roundtables, right? So there's different roundtables that can occur at mid-year and allows you to kind of get it that adds on to that networking portion, right? And so you're able to network and go to these different different roundtables, and you can go in and out of the room as you so please, right? You, not in a disrespectful manner, but in a way that allows you to get the best of your experience and be able, be able to not be so much as locked in in some of these facets, right? And so definitely, I mean, I agree. Being at home and being able to enjoy mid-year from, from home, it, it, it is a perk. There's definitely many pros for being for having virtual May year. So just asking a little bit more detail, could you guys describe your virtual residency showcase experience? What were some challenges that you faced, any do's and don'ts that you would advise student pharmacists? So I was definitely concerned about my internet connection because the place I was living at at the time did not have reliable service. Because of this, I made arrangements to go to a friend's house, and she was also going to be attending, so that wasn't an issue. It was actually kind of nice to have a buddy around to attend mid-year with me as well. Also, not knowing what platforms might be used was a bit of a challenge. Last year, some programs used Teams or WebEx or Zoom. I'm not sure what things will look like this year, but I would advise to just make sure all of those applications are up to date and you are familiar with the basic functions of these prior to the day of the showcase in the event that you do find yourself needing to use them. For some do's, do dress professionally, do research the program in advance, do have a quiet and neutral environment, do stay mindful of the program's time. For don'ts, I would say don't try too hard to leave an impression. Don't ask questions that you can find the answer to from the program's website. Thank you, Jessica. And Chinere, specifically, anything you'd like to add from your perspective as someone who was already a resident meeting with potential candidates at the 2020 meeting? Yes, I would say Jessica covered a lot of it. From my perspective, I think the platform 
issue is something that is going to be um, something that um, prospective residents should keep up, keep um, in mind, right? And it's just because people are used to the platforms that they're used to using, okay? Um, especially a lot of these institutions, they're more likely to use WebEx, they're more likely to use Zoom, de depending on what their preference is for that institution. Um, and so, especially when you're doing your research, I would definitely recommend trying to reach out to these programs ahead of time, if you can, to ask, just wanted to ensure what platform you're planning on using, or if there's going to be a different link that I should uh, click when I am, you know, viewing my prospective residency um, choices. Um, and I would say making sure that you find that quiet, um, that quiet area at home to attend. You don't want to be in an area that's too busy. The background is, you know, moving behind you. You definitely want to be in a stationary area. And I will also just be um, very, very conscious of webinar etiquette. So at this point, we've all been using some kind of platform, whether it be for class, whether it be for work. We are used to being online at this point. Um, but when it comes to being online with a lot of other people who may have just as good questions as you may have for your program, you want to make sure that you're not speaking over anybody or, you know, just making sure that you take the time to allow your fellow peers to be heard or to have their questions answered. And again, try not to ask questions that have already been answered on, so like on social media or on, you know, the, 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 re the residency's website, because it, it can just get a little repetitive. And, you know, we will say that we're petty people, but we remember. <laughs> but uh, definitely just try to make sure that you're asking questions that are really relevant to what you want to know about the program, not something so much that can be found online. Um, just because, again, that's they're probably going to refer you like, oh, it's available online to let you know. Um, you want to get to know the residents. You want to get to know what their experience was like, what that experience and how it differentiates from another program. Because at the end of the day, that's going to be your deciding factor as to why you should spend your money and, you know, apply to that specific program. Those are all great tips and it's little things that people forget and overlook that really helps the student think you. So my next question for you guys is how did attending mid-year help you decide where you wanted to apply to residency? For me, while I personally had several interactions prior to mid-year with most of the programs I was interested in applying to, it was just nice to have one more chance to interact in the official residency showcase environment, even if just to observe how they answered questions posed by other candidates. Um, as Chinere mentioned, it can be quite valuable just to like listen and hear what other people have to say when you're in the rooms as well. And I think because I already, for the most part, had decided where I was going to apply, attending mid-year was more of a reinforcement that the programs I chose to apply to were right for me. And I'll just follow with that by saying that I definitely went to mid-year, well, in-person mid-year when I was applying. Um, I went in with a plan thinking that I was going to apply to certain places and I was going to live in a certain place. Um, and there was a certain type of program that I was applying to. But honestly, I wouldn't have found out about the program or decided to apply to the program that I'm currently completing or completed as my PGY-1 if I had not attended mid-year in 2019. It definitely, that experience provided exposure to the quantity of programs I could see myself attending or applying to and provided insight into what I would want a program to have, whether that be that ex experiential experience, whether it be the type of 
preceptors I would have, who would be my RPD, different things like that. And so I wanted to get a feel for people. I wanted to get a feel for personality, teaching styles. It's a very short time to be able to gauge all of that information. But sometimes you need to kind of meet people prior to you interviewing, because really mid-year is for you to interview them, you know, um, at least to get a little bit of insight into what the program has before you actually get to the interview where it's higher stakes, right? So mid-year allows there to be a little bit lower stakes um, opportunity for you to know and get to know these programs. Um, And so, you know, I'm thankful to have been able to attend mid-year and like it wasn't random that I found my program, but it it definitely um, opened my eyes to the program. I didn't think I would complete a community-based residency, but I was able to because of this. Thank you both for answering all these questions about the residency showcase. Um, just for this one question, we'd like to take a step back and um, and focus on students who may be attending mid-year who are not P4s who are actively applying for residencies. So if you were a second or third year student attending mid-year, what sessions would you recommend attending, um, you know, beyond the, the residency showcase then? What other sessions? Yeah, so at mid-year, there's also an entire student programming track. And so I would suggest trying to attend all of the programming sessions that you can for students. Um, That way, even if the information doesn't apply to you right now, it may in the future. Um, It can be great to get just an idea of how things are run at the mid-year clinical meeting um, so that when it is time for you to apply to residency, you'll feel more confident and more prepared since you already know how everything goes. Um, With that being said, I would also definitely say to attend the pharmacy student forum opening session. There's usually a motivational speaker and they will have some words of wisdom for you as you navigate the road ahead of you. I would also highly recommend attending any sessions for improving your CV, and this goes for any student attending mid-year, as this is something that you will be updating and working on a lot over your time in pharmacy school. Thank you. And the last question for you guys is, any other advice you would like to share with those attending the mid-year meeting or on navigating the residency application process? Sure, so this can be an overwhelming but exciting time for prospective residency candidates. So being sure to take care of yourself, including your mental health, um, is very important during this busy time. You know, we all get caught up in all the things we have to do. You might be on your APPE rotations at the same time. Everything's going on. Just like taking a moment every now and then to just, you know, give yourself a little mental health check is always important to remember. I second that. Mental health is so important. I will also follow up by saying I can only speak for myself, but procrastination is a real, real problem, at least for me. Um, But starting early is key to success. And so what um, my biggest advice would be to start early and maybe even if you're not starting you know, super like months and months in advance, at least give yourself opportunity to build slowly, right? And so maybe start your application a little bit earlier or make sure that you're updating your CV with every rotation, doing different things so that it'll make your life a lot easier when it comes closer to crunch time. Um, And so you want to create a plan of action 
especially based off of the event schedule and the showcase schedule. So when you're attacking mid-year, you want to do it based off of what you think is feasible for you and also what's going to be the most beneficial for you. So if you want to make sure that you schedule in certain events, you want to make sure that you're scheduling in certain um, visits to certain uh, residency programs, you want to make sure that you're kind of taking note of this so that you don't feel overwhelmed when it comes to day of. And especially since you're going to be on a virtual platform, you don't want to walk in or quote unquote walk in blind, right? You want to be, um, because unlike being in person where you can walk to the next booth and, um, you know, have that kind of force structure, virtually there's not going to be anybody directing you to go in one direction or the other. Um, and so you kind of have to take that upon yourself to make sure that you are divvying up your time in a way that's going to be allow you the opportunity to get everything, all of the information that you need out of that time period. So no matter what that is. And so again, with mid-year, attack it, but make sure that you're giving up your time in a way that's beneficial for you. When it comes to application time and just life in general, making sure that you're doing things in a way that is going to allow you to um, be able to take care of your mental health, right? And also being able to plan so that if, there's certain times that you need to spend more time on like a certain activity. You can spend that time because you've already done everything you need to do, whether it be updating CV, um, reaching out for your letters of intent, reaching out to people to review anything that you need to be reviewed at the last minute. Great last tips for uh, preparing and attending mid-year. That is all of the questions we have today. I want to thank Chinire and Jessica for joining us today to discuss their experience during the 2020 mid-year clinical meeting and their advice as members to prepare for the upcoming virtual meeting. If you haven't before, I encourage you to check out ASHP student resources. You can find member exclusive offerings such as targeted materials on career transitions for students, information on residency, and research tools. Thanks again for tuning in for this session of Student Perspectives. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation and be sure to subscribe to ASHP Podcasts through your favorite podcast provider. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.